0: Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome in the most precious and the beautiful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It gives me great joy to see all of you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your precious children that are with us. Thank you for the word that you have already delivered into my spirit. Thank you that this word is going to bring freedom, is going to bring liberty. is going to set people free to function as spirits on the earth, to function as the sons and daughters of God on the earth. So, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for the deliverance the word is about to bring this evening. We love you so much, my God. I thank you, you've given me a group of faithful people who are not easily moved away, who don't walk away from the word because of certain challenges. Thank you for this faithful people. I bless them in the name of God Almighty. In Jesus Christ's name we have prayed. Amen, amen, amen. Okay. So we are in a series called, The Spirit Life. Oh, I'm telling you, it's one of those things that has brought great excitement in my heart. I've been wanting to teach this for some time and we started off real, uh, with foundational information in the beginning, uh, The it was last week. So this week, I want to go a little further I want to spend some time talking about um, understanding the flesh. This is something that is very, very misunderstood in the church. Over the years, over the decades, over the centuries, um, we have had a, how do I say this, a flawed, a a one-dimensional understanding of what the flesh is and hopefully i'm going to trust the leading of the holy spirit i'm going to trust the leadership of the holy spirit to unpack this to us but today it's going to happen at a very foundational level but as the weeks go on you will see how this word will open up to you and how you'll begin to see life very very differently so are you guys ready okay what did we learn last week we learned about how we are first and foremost spirit beings and unfortunately the world has hijacked this term other cultures and civilizations have hijacked this term so now in the church when we use the word spirit in fact so many of the churches don't even use it because we are so afraid of what it represents in the world sometimes we are so skeptical we think it's new age we think it is eastern religion we think it is occultic but no spirit is how God made us so we learned how we are first and foremost spirit beings. We are first and foremost spirit beings. Okay, uh, we thank God. Now, if we are spirit, if we are spirit, what is this whole thing about the flesh? What is this whole thing about physical? If we are spiritual, why is then there a distinction between what is spiritual and what is physical are they two different things is everything that is spiritual please listen to me carefully is everything that is spiritual is it pure and is everything that is physical is it evil these are simple but important distinctions for us, to, for us to understand. You know, sometimes I hear people say that, oh, this man of God is, is very arrogant. He's very arrogant, he's very, he's very proud. And, and then you ask them, how did you come to that conclusion? And what they will have to say is that, ah, it's it's the suit. Did you see the suit he's wearing? Mm, he definitely is proud. Oh my god, his suit is a bright blue colour. <laughs> or they will say, Ah, he's driving a very expensive car. Really? What makes someone spiritual is determined by the car they drive, determined by the clothes they drive? We have lost the the definition of spirituality we've lost the definition of carnality we have lost we have lost the ability to distinguish between spirit and flesh scripture says that you know the pharisees were very upset with the lord jesus christ because he sat with sinners he went to weddings and parties he went with he he sat with uh, tax collectors he went to Matthew's home. At a party, he allowed a woman of a questionable character to touch his feet, weep on his feet, wash his feet with his, with her tears. So, so was Jesus carnal because he met a tax collector? Was Jesus carnal because he went to a wedding? Was Jesus carnal because he turned water into wine? Come on, uh, how do we define true spirituality how do we define true spirituality how do we define what is the flesh how do we define what is carnal how do we define what is worldly because that is very important very important some of you please you must allow me to take time you must allow me to take my time today because I want to demystify this for all of us. Some of us feel so guilty about being wealthy. Anytime you have the ability to enjoy a certain, I don't want to use the word luxury, but let's say nice things. If you're able to go on a holiday or if you're able to buy a nice house, some of you are riddled with guilt and condemnation because you feel that this is gonna this is not a blessing of god if 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 having a nice house is carnality why was abraham so blessed why was job so blessed is it possible that god blesses job and instead of giving him good things He's giving him bad things I want you to think with me I will come to the part where I will define these things to you But I want you to think with me, please Does it mean then being poor is a blessed state? Does it mean that if my children don't have food, they are blessed? Then why do we work? If being in a place of perpetual poverty is a blessed place, don't go to work Don't go to work, please. Don't feed your children. They're blessed, no? What if there is a way that God blesses and you can buy the food that you need for your children, buy the house that you need for your children, buy the car or whatever it is that you have to possess and yet the way you go about doing it is proof of God's favor on your life And not contrary and does not go against the ways and the nature of God now this is the big difference that I want you to know there are many ways to go about doing life there are many ways of achieving a certain end. There are many ways of being successful. There are many ways of being rich. There are many ways of being wealthy. Can I even say, there are many ways to spirituality. There are many ways to. (laughs) But not all the ways are approved by God. One more time. Not all the ways are approved by God. So, what makes you spiritual and what makes you carnal, what makes your spirit that is approved by God, and what makes you functioning in the flesh is determined by the path you take, the way you take. Okay. Okay. But I'm going ahead of myself. I'm going ahead of myself. Let's go a little slower. All right. so, so what, if, what if I dress white and white, I don't have a car, I don't uh, drive a nice car, I walk everywhere and when people meet, uh, when me, people talk to me, I have a very low voice, I, I fold my hands, does that mean that I have no sin in my life? Does that mean I am spiritual? These are things that we must understand. These are things that we must, um, how do I say, come to terms with, very, very important. So does it mean then every person that drives a nice car or has nice clothes, has more money in the bank, does that mean he's always carnal? Hey, come on, oh, how do we define spirituality? How do we define carnality? Let's go back to the beginning let's go back to the very start Genesis chapter 3 Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made He said to the woman Ah this is very important Very 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 important Please pay attention Did God actually say You shall not eat of any tree in the garden and the woman said to the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden but God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that's in the midst of the garden neither shall you touch it lest you die lest you die Verse for but the serpent said to the woman you will not surely die Ah, you will surely not die for god knows capital g for god knows that when you eat of it your eyes will be open and you will be like god if you read the king james version it says you shall be like gods knowing good and evil Verse 6. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took off its fruit and ate and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Now, I want you to pay attention to what happens in verse 7 Then the eyes of both were opened And they knew they were naked And they sewed fig leaves together And made themselves loin clothes. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second So, was the serpent right here then? Was <laughs> the serpent right? They didn't fall dead Uh, They didn't, at the minute they took that fruit and they ate They didn't fall down dead As though they consumed poison It was not like a sword came out and cut their head off In fact, the serpent was right He said (laughs) You shall surely not die Then was God wrong? Let me help you He then goes on to say Your eyes will be open Which is true Scripture says then the eyes of both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths so are you ready it's it's simple but i pray that this will change your life what is the flesh what is the flesh what happened see before the fall please understand with me please understand me before the fall adam still had a body eve still had a body they still had a soul and they also had the spirit after the fall they still had the body and they still had the soul and they still had the spirit but what changed what changed the minute they ate the fruit both Adam and their eyes were opened to a dimension that was not made available to them their eyes began to see things that was inferior than them for example they didn't wear clothes before please listen to me carefully they did not wear clothes before But there was no shame in seeing each other There was no need to hide from each other There was no need to be even afraid of each other Or there was no shame, there was no guilt The awareness of shame and guilt was not present But the minute they partook of the fruit Their eyes were opened So the serpent was right Come on And ah. So what is carnality let me okay before before we go there before we go there before we go there I want you to first thing the minute they ate listen to me carefully the minute they ate their sight changed that's the first thing the way they saw changed their perception of the world around them changed their their eyes change, the way they see change So what is carnality? What is the flesh? The first thing is how you see mm-hmm. Ah, re You place Sante. You place You place a nice car in front of a man I'm just using stuff that all of us can relate with You place a nice car in front of a person one uh, uh, front of a pupil one person is going to be drawn to the engineering one person is going to be drawn to the colors one person is going to be lusting after the car because he doesn't have a car you you please uh, you you bring an attractive man or an attractive woman you know You you bring a man or a woman in front of a person One person is going to be consumed by lust for that person Another person is going to be consumed by how healthy they are Or how good looking they are or whatever it is And then you bring God into that equation And the same person that other people are lusting over God looks at the person and says, this is my child This is my son, this is my daughter This if they are not saved This is a sinner that needs redemption That needs the blood of my son Same object, same person But two different ways of approaching it What changed first is the way they see Is the way they perceive The way they interpret The same information that was available to them five seconds before what is the flesh? what is carnality? it's the way you see life it's the way you perceive things and the way you see is completely opposite to the way God sees it oh, you have a perspective but your perspective is inferior your perspective is fallen your perspective is not God-like that's why when the woman came at the party to wash the feet of jesus everybody was like ah if he was a prophet would he not know what kind of a woman this is would he not know look at how she's come dressed she's come dressed like she's 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 uh, she's in business somewhere like they every person there was throwing stones at her because uh, according to them this was uh, she was a greater sinner than all of them now Jesus is sitting there, unmoved. He didn't see the the same girl that they were seeing, because he's not moved by the things that they are moved by. He sees his daughter, who's come to worship him, who comes to who has come to honor him, who has come to wash his feet with her tears. He sees the the expensive bottle of perfume she has brought to break it at his feet worth thousands of dollars. Ah, perspective. 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 So when they sinned, they fell to a lower way of seeing. They fell to an inferior sight. They fell to a lower... Ah, romantic. Ah, okay. First thing, what is carnality is the way you see. Okay? One. Ah. Or well, seven again. The eyes of both were opened. They knew that they were naked. Now they have second. They have knowledge. They have knowledge that they didn't have before. Knowledge not of the divine kind. In the sense that it is not beneficial it is not glorifying to God knowledge that was intentionally hidden from them for a certain reason they knew they were naked not only please listen to me not only the way they saw changed but the way they processed that sight, and the knowledge they accumulated changed. They were now accessing information. They knew they were naked. What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Adam didn't have clothes before this moment. Eve didn't have clothes before this moment. Knowledge, knowledge. Now, this is important. The source of information. Please listen to me the source of information, the source of knowledge was no longer the Spirit of God, was no longer the intelligence that God had deposited in his spirit. Yes, Adam's spirit was an intelligent spirit. It it, it had information in it. That's why when he looked at Eve the first time, although he was deeply in rest, God put deep sleep on him The minute he saw Eve He said This is bone of my bone Flesh of my flesh In fact He was even prophetically able to say For this reason shall." (laughs) Ah, He was able to look at say How marriage was supposed to function Say, man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. But there was no father or mother apart from himself. Aye. So Adam's spirit was an intelligent spirit. So now what has happened is that God is not the one supplying the knowledge, neither is the spirit of Adam that supplying. There is another source of getting information that was forbidden. They knew they were naked. Mm. Now watch what happens. Watch what happens. Verse seven, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves clothes. The way they saw changed. The information they stored, the information they came in contact with changed. Third, the way they responded changed. This is carnality the minute he saw that we were naked he said listen i have to fix this now i have to change this I, I don't like what i see i don't like this feeling i don't like the shame i don't like the body the way the body is designed and I I, I I i'm not enjoying this so he goes and begins to the fashion industry was born in the garden <laughs> says i'm going to take some leaves i'm going to stitch the leaves together and i'll cover myself how you deal with life you can either deal with it in the spirit or you can deal with it in the flesh and the flesh is always contrary or opposite to the spirit the way we see in the spirit is different and the way we see in the flesh is different the way we uh, access information and process information is different than the way we access and process and store information in the flesh is different the way we deal with situation the way we respond to situation the way we respond to life in the spirit is different and the way we respond to life in the flesh is different ah and unfortunately we have only taught the church man this is the good stuff this is why you waited this is why you waited this is why this is why you are here this is why this stream is different the church has mastered how to teach people how to respond to life in the flesh they have told them we have made courses we have told them how to manage our emotions better we have taught them how to All these different things and it has its place. There is beauty in it. There is power in it. But there is a limitation to how much the way of the flesh can help you. And this is what I want to teach you. There is a superior way. There is a higher dimension where you can deal with life not just through your carnality not just through your flesh but you can deal with life through the spirit and if you learn the ways of the spirit you will always rule over the flesh okay oh we thank god we thank god we thank. are you learning something there is a higher dimension to function mm. now let's continue let's continue let's continue Verse 8. And this is one of my most favorite parts in this account. Verse 8. Verse 8. Verse 8. Are you guys ready? Oh, God help us. Verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees. Ay, 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 wait a second. They sinned, right? They sinned They disobeyed a direct command from God How is it they can still hear God? We have been taught wrong, oh They must have lost their capacity to hear God Immediately They must have said When God came they they must act like this is a stranger that is walking in No, while he was walking at a distance adam and eve were able to hear the footsteps i know this is god so they didn't lose their capacity to hear god instantly but what changed what changed what changed their response to god changed in the past before the fall when they heard the footsteps they came boldly to him they walked toward him they walked into his presence they walked toward God but now in this new dimension in the dimension of carnality of what sin produced because of sin now instead of going toward God they're going away from God instead of embracing God they are hiding from God instead oh my God now instead of his presence producing joy his, presen- His presence is producing fear. Ooh. Their eyes were opened. Ah. <laughs> Their eyes were opened. What was it open to? It was open to the dimension of fear. Oh, before the fall, Adam had no capacity for fear, he had no capacity to be afraid. But when he sinned, his eyes were open but it was open to a dominion, it was open to a dimension and that dimension was the dimension of fear Now the same God that brought joy and the same God that brought reverence the same God that produced peace they are hearing that same footsteps and instead of joy, they feel afraid Ah carnality Flesh In the spirit You walk in love Listen to me carefully Listen to me Listen to me Ah In the spirit realm When you are a spiritual being Love is your natural habitat Love comes naturally to you You walk and live in love that's why the spirit the, the scripture says that God is love. But in the flesh, in incarnality, in the fallen stature, fear is your natural response. Ah. Fear, fear, fear. You're always afraid, always afraid. Even good news comes, you're afraid. <laughs> they give you promotion, you are afraid. They they say nice things to you You're afraid Fear, fear In the flesh Fear becomes the natural environment So even when God comes You're afraid My God Are you learning today? Am I? Is the flesh being unveiled to you? Is the flesh being opened to you? (laughs) Verse 8 One more time and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God so please listen to me Ah, they were able to measure the circumference of the presence they were able to measure the immediate circumference of the presence of God and they said I have to hide, remove myself they were able to create distance Ah, but before the fall there was no distance there was no you and I okay verse 9 but the Lord God called to the man and said to him where are you where are you where are you this is not because God doesn't know where he's hiding it's not because God doesn't know that there is a physical place where Adam is hiding he's asking where are you because the last time I met you I saw you in a dimension on the spirit I saw you in a location in the spirit I saw how you were functioning as a spirit I'm coming back to the garden I am still in the same location but I don't find you there Adam I don't see you there Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Which means you can be in the garden you can even hear the footsteps of God and yet you are not in the same location. Ay, ay, ay. So even in Eden, there were dimensions. Even in the garden, there were dimensions. Even in the garden, there were dimensions. That's why God had to say, Where are you? Even in the garden, there was a dimension where you could see the nakedness of a person and, and there is no shame. There is no fear. Anyways. And Adam said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid, oof, I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself, look this is Adam explaining, he's telling you his operating system, he's telling how I heard the sound it produced fear it produced fear because I was naked and because I was naked and I was afraid I hid myself he's telling him verse 11 that process is the flesh he said who told you that you were naked very interesting question have you ever thought about that who told you you were naked what Is the source of this information? Hey, who told you you were naked? What is the source? Man, gosh, this knowledge you have, this information you are bringing to my attention now. You and I have conversed every day. Since the day of your creation, we have fellowshiped. We have had interactions. We have exchanged information and all. I have showed you things. We have dialogued and fellowshiped many times. I don't remember this in your vocabulary. I don't remember this in your choice of words. I don't remember you saying this word. Who Told you What is the source Of this information Aye. So God was able <laughs> God was able To listen to a conversation And then explain To Adam This information Cannot be from me This information Is not from above What is the source ah, I'm giving God uh, This is good stuff man I'm telling you You just have, when you are a spiritual person, when you are a spirit being, you can listen to a conversation and the conversation will tell you what is the source of the words. Because every word, please listen to me, every word, every word has its origin in a spirit. Every word can be traced to a location. Every word, every word, every word comes from a location Who told you you were naked? Who told you? My God The serpent didn't tell him (laughs) The serpent didn't tell him Adam and Eve didn't tell each other Oh, we are naked, no? Now there is something in Adam's spirit that brought that information to him by disobeying my god by disobedience that fruit became a well of information became a source of information it didn't come from outside it came from inside of Adam who told you? who told you? have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat. The man said, the woman whom you gave to me to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree and I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the woman, "Ah, what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me. Ah, Now she knows she was deceived. (laughs) How did she understand that there is something called deception? Her eyes were opened Oh God help us When the serpent was interacting with, with with, Eve She didn't know this was a temptation She didn't know this was a trap She didn't know that this was deception Why? Eyes were closed Pure Innocent No contamination She didn't even have the vocabulary To explain what the serpent was doing Aish And now She can explain what has happened. Did God introduce deception to Adam and Eve? Oh, help us, Lord. But she now has, she has, she has understood the transaction that has taken place between her and the serpent. She has understood that, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do I know what has happened? This, this creature lied to me. This creature deceived me. Oh, And I ate it Verse 14 The Lord God said to the serpent uh, I I like I I like uh." (laughs) With Adam and Eve Listen, this is beautiful This is beautiful I love this God With Adam and Eve He reasoned He says, what have you done Adam? What have you done? He says, Adam, what did you do? Then goes to Eve What have you done? Explain to me what has happened He comes to the serpent Doesn't ask serpent what did you do? (laughs) Because you have done this He begins to pronounce certain limitations and certain judgments He didn't ask him what is your uh, reason for this He didn't want to understand that (laughs) Oh God help us Even in the fallen state Adam was capable of reasoning He was capable of logic He was capable of going back and forth with God But the serpent You don't reason with serpents You don't reason with the demonic You don't reason You deal with them and you get rid of them because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field on your belly. And you shall go and you, dust you shall eat all the days of your life. Now verse 15, this is a very important one. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Verse 16. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Verse 17. And and to Adam he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife, you have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. Death was pronounced. What is carnality? What is operating in the flesh? Okay, I want you to understand this because uh, for those of you who are technical, maybe this will uh, make sense. So the spirit and the flesh are two ways of functioning. Are uh, two operating systems. They have different protocols. They perceive things differently They assess things differently They process things differently And they respond to things differently Yes And I want you to know this I want you to know this So either you operate in the flesh Or you operate in the spirit When you operate in the spirit It produces life And when you operate in the flesh produces death it's not just what you possess operating in the flesh is not just about you can't call someone carnal because they have certain things and you can't call someone spiritual because they don't have certain things it's not about those things it's how you function it's how you live are your principles rooted in the spirit are your principles rooted in the word of God? Are your responses to life rooted in the word of God? Or are you functioning in the flesh? And Jesus, please listen to me Our Lord Jesus is the visible expression of this invisible spirit life Hey! <laughs> Jesus Christ The Lord Jesus Christ is the visible expression of this invisible spirit life so if you study the life of jesus ah you study his teachings you study how he conducted his life you study how he laid down his life you study him you are getting the manuscript of the spirit life he is the highest expression of the spirit one the spirit life So. Some people come to me and they... It's very simple. Sometimes it's really, really simple. You must ask yourself certain question. What is the serpent? What is the devil not capable of? Very simple questions you should ask. Very simple. The devil is not capable of repentance. He can't repent. He has no capacity to repent. He has no capacity to love. Yes. He doesn't understand love. Love is a mystery to him. He doesn't get it. He doesn't understand it. He can't fathom it. He can't grasp love. That's why when, when you forgive someone, he doesn't understand you. When you love someone that doesn't deserve to be loved, he can't understand you. You confuse him. I hope you are with me. Mercy. The devil is not capable of mercy because he's never received mercy. Ah, the spirit life. So if you read the Beatitudes, if you read the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus is showing you a way. He's showing you a manuscript. He's showing you how the spirit dimension works, how the father functions. And he says, do these things and you will begin to grow in the ways of the spirit. It's It's a manual to life. Are you, are you guys with me so far or have I confused you? Let me give you another example. Let me give you another example. Jesus was in the boat. A storm began to come and all the disciples are like, Oh, he doesn't care about us. He Don't you care that we are dying? We are about to die. The storm is there. The wind is there. The waters are coming. The boat is shaking. All of this and Jesus is sleeping. How do you sleep in a storm? How are you not reacting? How are you not scared? How are you? Spirit, the disciples were functioning in the flesh. Jesus was in the spirit. He's at rest, at peace. I, was the storm real? Yes. Were the winds real? Yes. Were the water coming? Yes. Was the boat shaking? Yes. Were the disciples afraid? Yes. But Jesus was not plugged to this reality. So when they wake him up, he wakes up from his reality, which is the spirit. He speaks and says peace. And the inferior reality subjects itself to the spirit. That's it If you are plugged If you are plugged in the spirit You rule over the natural order If you function in your spirit If you function in the identity God gave you Which is a spirit You will rule Over what makes people run You will sleep When every Body is running left and right. When people are afraid for life you will rule, you will rule, you will rule. So he wakes up, looks at the wind, looks at the water and says, calm down bro, it's okay. What's your problem? Peace. From his reality, from his spirit, he spoke. And the waters had not heard that voice for 4,000 years. The waters had not heard that voice for thousands of years. Ah. I want you to understand this. There is a way you see in the spirit. And there is a way you see in the natural. Now, let me give you something that's more practical for today. You know, Everywhere the gas prices are going. How do you respond to that? Are you going to complain? Are you going to like bash the government? Are you going to say, oh, this politician is horrible, oh, this government is horrible, oh, this food, flesh? Reacting to flesh, the spirit has a different response. My God shall supply all my needs according to the riches in glory. I don't belong to the system. I don't function in the system. My source is not my job. My source is not my government. My source is not my. Baha'i. My God is my source. Different reality. Ah, okay. Well, let's let's uh, let's let's uh, conclude here. What is flesh? It's the way you see. It's the way you access and process knowledge, and finally the way you respond, the way you respond. Let me share this verse with you and then we will close. Go to the book of Romans. Go to the book of Romans 8.13 Romans 8.13 For if you live according to the sinful nature or the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death, the misdeeds of the body, you will live. One more time, let's read that. All right. Romans 8 Romans 8 Romans 8 Are you there? Romans 8 let's go to verse 13 Romans 8 13 for if you live after the flesh you shall die but if you through the spirit put to death the deeds of the flesh you shall live so the spirit has an ability to kill the flesh so Childhood, of God you, The way to victory There are no three different ways For victory over the flesh There's only one Is to go back to the spirit Is to function like a spirit Is to walk like a spirit Is to see like a spirit Is to interpret information like a spirit Is to live like a spirit And that's how you have victory Over the flesh Ah, I thank God I hope What you have to do now as you go through life I want you to ask yourself Am i seeing in the spirit? Or am i seeing in the flesh? The hospital gives you a news Are you going to respond to it in the spirit? Or are you going to respond to it in the flesh? Your boss gives you information Are you going to respond to it in the spirit Or are you going to respond to it in the flesh? I Change your ways change your ways Your wife is going to say something to you That is going to make you angry Are you going to respond to it in the spirit? Or are you going to respond to it in the flesh? Your husband's going to say something. Your children are going to say something. I, there's a way. In the spirit, it's life. In the flesh, it's death. I hope you've been blessed today. This is a, a foundational understanding of how the flesh was introduced to Adam and Eve and how from there, a way of life came about. So I bless you in the name of the Lord. I pray that this will be a week where you will have victory after victory after victory over the flesh. I bless you in the name of God. Go in peace. Have a beautiful Sunday morning. Go to the house of God. Celebrate and rejoice. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Please consider sharing it. And for more information, log on to harirao.com.